Welcome everybody to the Anime Lounge Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about everybody's new favorite show, Demon Slayer. We're going to talk about Season 1, Mugen Train, and what we're hoping for in Season 2. Just so everybody knows, we will be talking about this as if you have seen it, so we're going to talk about spoilers and anything else, so just do keep that in mind. Today, my drink of choice is going to be Crown Royal XL. Ricky, what's your drink of choice? I got a uh, Dewar's 15 Years Blended Scotch mm. Whiskey. What about you, Lance? I will also be drinking some Crown Royal. All right. So, what's your guys' favorite part of Demon Slayer? I love the I love the story. Like I said, I love the story. I love the CGI. I love the animation. It's a great. It's, it's emotional, I guess. Yeah. And it makes you invested in the characters. What about you? I like the pacing of the show. I like how fast we get uh, from point A to point B when we're talking about some storyline stuff. There's not a whole lot of stupid filler episodes kind of going on. With that being said, I guess we can also pull that back on the uh, idea of things moving too fast. But when Tanjiro starts pulling out some of his uh, water breathing techniques, like out of nowhere... <laughs> Yeah, it's, I guess it's pacing can be a hit and a miss kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. if you go too fast, you kind of lose out on some of that where, where they learned how to do it. But sometimes it's cool just to see it for the first time in the middle of a battle when your adrenaline's kind of going. Yeah, instead of training. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I don't know. I, I like the pace of the show. It doesn't take, what, five episodes for five minutes of a battle? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 for sure. I also really like how just unique the whole show is. It's helps you get really invested in all the characters, and it's just different from most things you can watch right now, and even back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Tanjiro being this crybaby of a character, not as bad as Inetsu. He's he's really the big crybaby, but I mean crybaby in terms of. Uh, I just think he's like compassionate. Not like he's passionate. Very emotional. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can see him, you know, especially when, like, he defeats a demon. He, like, kind of prays. Or or mm-hmm. when he defeated the demon in the mansion, he had to bury the... The corpse. The corpse. You yeah. Know? Or, I mean, not even the corpse. Because technically, the corpse evaporated from the sunlight. No, it was oh, the corpse of the dead. The, the people, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, right in the, right in the beginning. Or yeah, in, the, in the mansion, excuse me. And then just kind of... I mean, it, they use that to help push the storyline because it's his his being emotional towards the the demons is one of the reasons why that uh, demon doctor helped him so it's nice that they played his emotions and him being so humble yeah Yeah. into the story yeah Yeah. i like i like i like his character he's very humble he's not cocky super humble yeah, like, especially when uh, Inosuke has been sitting there challenging him in the beginning, <laughs> trying to steal all his food, challenging him on fights, and Tanjiro's just like, "Yeah, I'll give you whatever you want, and take all you need. You're hungry." And the reverse psychology he plays on him, <laughs> uh-huh. like, yeah, "I'm a, I'm a racier or whatever. Yeah, I'm better than you," type thing. Uh huh. And he's he just wants to see other people get better and further in life than he can even go. Even though, of course, he's the main character and he's the one that's calling even further yeah i thought he was gonna give up on sinitsu until 
he found him protecting his box with his sister in it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like I said, I was rewatching it, and for a while there, I'm like, Tanjiro just looks sick and tired of this kid. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of this kid. Oh yeah. Oh man, that that episode that they're going through that drum house, and he's just being the Zenetsu being the biggest crybaby, dragging that other little kid with him. Yeah. yeah. I really showed his character. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That was that was a good little series though, being in that mansion. I really like how much thought they put into like the turns and stuff like that. Mm, very yeah. complex stuff. Uh, that was a that's a new unique idea. Never would have thought of that one. No, definitely not. And then just seeing Zenitsu's one move is intense, but it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thunder yeah. clap and strike. And strike. I love the speed. I love that. Well, you guys seen the little meme where like they just pull their thumb out, put their, <laughs> their sword, they put the sword out with their thumb, and it's just a devastating move or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't even do anything. Yeah, that's pretty much how it is, and it only happens when he falls asleep. That that part's great. That's a nice little added detail. Yeah. Okay. Well, since we just brought that up, I do have a list of questions that we need to talk about, and that is one of the questions that I wanted to talk about is. Do you guys think that he'll be able to use his thunderclap consciously? Or do you think this is always going to be some kind of unconscious second uh, personality kind of thing? Uh, honestly, I thought he was going to get to have the ability to do do at least like a move or two. Uh-huh. Like a thunderclap. Oh, that's the only knows, right? Uh, as far one. as season one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought he was going to achieve that when they were training with where the Hashiro are, do you remember that? Well, oh, yeah, they're, they're training at the uh, the poison Hashira's house. Yeah, yeah. When they were teaching him how to use total concentration, like continuously, I thought he was going to be able to achieve that. But obviously, you, you yeah. think that's just to make yourself stronger? No, that's like staying or super saiyan state at all hours of the day. Well, they yeah. they talk about how that's. Like, step one to be a Hashira, because all yeah. the Hashira can do it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, since I read the manga, I'll just go from what I thought of to begin with. And, yeah, I thought he was going to be able to do so much more, at least learn more. Like, Oh, yeah. Um, being being awake, if he could do it awake or asleep, I kind of thought that was just going to be how it is, just because of how they introduced it. Well, he seemed to be pretty used to it in the moving train. Yeah. Well, he was asleep during, during moving train. Yeah, yeah I cool. guess did he ever technically wake up from his dreams? I know I fell asleep in the movie theater, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, talk about that. That was, I, a, that was a late night. Yeah, we were all ready for that one. <laughs> we're all super hyped up to watch Mugen Train in theaters, and there I am falling asleep at the right when everything starts getting good. <laughs> Um, you had a long day. Yeah. It was a long day. But that being said, uh, Funimation released it for free for a little bit, and we all got our copies. And since then, I have seen it twice. But I guess I kind of missed out on. Has he I ever don't, I don't technically he woke, woke up? up. He, he was he asleep during the entire time. He w- he does wake up at the end, but all the fighting's done. <laughs> I, I think he wakes up after they the train basically crashes and crashes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So wait, he missed the Rengoku fight? Uh, no. He you see him? I can't remember. He's not around during the Rengoku fight, but he's there after 
they all come come together. You see them at the end. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes. Speaking of thunderclap, got a, a show playing in the background, and it's Rick. episode sixteen, seventeen, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the forest, spider demons. Mm-hmm. Understand what's going on right now. We got a screen going on in the background, watching some episodes while we talk, and Zenetsu is using his thunderclap move right now. Good timing. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a fat ass move, man. He's just mm-hmm. he's got to man up a little bit. <laughs> just man up. I, I did like that that little arc, you could call it, just because it mm-hmm. it showed that Tantra is not going to win every single fight. But... Yeah, you can't have him be overpowered and guaranteed to win everything. Yeah, that reminds me of the show we were just watching upstairs before this. <laughs> What's that called, Matt? Uh, Cautious Hero. Cautious Hero. It's, it's pretty funny. I like it. I yeah. do like it. I think we should watch that one in a couple episodes. Yeah. And Yeah, it's, it's nice to see the main character then all the like immediate sub characters not win right away too it's mm-hmm. especially with kind of how a lot of the popular animes are right now where it's like everybody's just winning everything all the time it's just, come on yeah be, be a little different so it's nice to nice to see that right you, you need your failures especially with uh inosuke getting his ass handed to him by that father spider that one that one was a very interesting scene but i'm really happy that you know, yeah. Skate just got his ass handed to him. Yeah, he got his throat crushed, didn't he? That's yeah. what I thought. Like I thought, thought I was, that was going to be part of something. Like his voice was going to change. Oh, and I was really looking forward to. It. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Inosuke's uh, back up another step. I like Inosuke's Japanese voice a lot more than I like his English voice. I actually heard it for the first time today. In I Japanese? Was, I, yeah, I was watching like a, I was watching the rerun uh-huh. or the rewatching Demon Slayer and accidentally clicked sub. Mm-hmm. And it was when he was being up Zenitsu. <laughs> and he was yelling at him. And it, yeah, I think I like that one better than yeah. the American one. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people like the Japanese voice characters better than the, the American ones. Mm-hmm. I've heard that a lot. But I've watched I watched it all dubbed, so I'm just kind of... That's what I'm sticking to right now. I was. Like, if we, if we already got here earlier, I was going to challenge you guys to do your best in no scale laugh. Because <laughs> I've heard it. Oh, my God. And I, I tried it at home. And I can't. That'd <laughs> no be embarrassing. Again. I would need a lot of practice for that one. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. It's ridiculous. But it, I kind of like it because it kind of adds to his character. I don't know. Oh, yeah. We need him to be that. Well, he's that wild, untamed mountain beast and... He needs to have that wild side to him, so I really like that about him. Do Never you did. guys have a favorite character? Mm. Before you say who it is, do you or do you not? Uh, kind of. Like, I feel like I know yours. I feel like I might know yours. I think I might surprise you because okay. I, th- <laughs> I think I might be lame and just say Tanjiro. Who do you think I was going to say? Uh, Inosuke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love Inosuke. I love his, uh, how funny he can be, how stupid funny. Like, every time he messes up Tanjiro's name, <laughs> God, I laugh out loud every single time. But it, he just doesn't have that explosive, like, superpower Dragon Ball Z kind of attack like Tanjiro. Yeah. You know, he's, what, he's, he's just boneheaded and he just rushes into battle that's cool I, he's I fearless like that, I, I, he's, love I love that but i also like the the special effects of 
moves. Yeah, yeah, like the, the show. Mm-hmm. The show. What about you, Ricky? When, who's your favorite character? Oh, you know, man, Giyu. Giyu. <laughs> we have, and that's and that's what I'm hoping to see more in season two. Hopefully, I see Giyu a little more, more of the Hashira too, like all of them. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah I don't know. Giyu is such a badass. He he has like resting bitch face all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. The guy with no friends. <laughs> yeah, that's my dude, man. I mean, he took out Father Spider in like. It's a split second. And he's just, I don't know. He's and quiet. He does not cocky. I like him. Well, he took out that lower six, too, in no time at all. Oh, Apparently yeah. He also trying. took out the brother. Or yeah. the main, the the, main the spider. Main, that, yeah, the main spider. Oh, yeah, because of that. Like, he has nothing, too. I think we discussed that offline. The How he technically didn't die. Yeah. Because he did attach his own head. <laughs> oh, God. Bitch-ass move. Yeah, bitch-ass. I mean, that was a very clever way to continue that. I mean, what, they only added like an extra minute or two of anime, but it was still a good... uh, That attack, though. That that attack was insane. Did he use breathing technique 11 at that point, or... So he used... uh, It was a a water technique infused with a flame blood art. Oh, yeah. no, no. Sorry, I wasn't talking about Tanjiro. I was talking about Oh, yeah, Q. yeah. Because um, at what point did he use the 11th form? Because I know that surpassed as far as uh, Tanjiro knows. Yeah, it was, so, when did he do that? When did you do that? Yeah. Like, he did it as soon as the battles, or as soon as he got to him. Because it's... Uh, Versus the Spider Brother, right? Yeah, yeah. he kind of ran up. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I was getting He at. showed up at, uh, on time. Yeah, because the, the lower six immediately tried fighting him. And... He, he was just, like, fuck you, dude, I know a strong move. Didn't have to say nothing, bro. Uh-huh. He's a silent, <laughs> the silent ninja. That's my dude. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Who's your favorite? Um, I can't guess one for you. I'll probably... I mean, Tantra's great. Probably, I'll probably just have to say Tantra, just because the, the whole story is just going to be about Tantra, like, from what we've seen. So it's kind of like... Is this answer based off of what you know because of the manga? No, just from season one of Mugen Train. Okay. That's a little, little bit of a surprise. I thought he was going to join you with uh, Gyu. Yeah. Gyu is badass. I, I can see you a little bit, Gyu. I, don't, I just can't pinpoint one. Like, I thought right away, no skin. Mm. Right away. Dead Calm. That's what, that's what uh, the 11th form was. was Dead Calm. 11th was Dead Calm? Yeah, that was, that was the one he used where he just kind of like everything stops and then he's dead. What was that one that Tanjiro used on Mother where he, he gave her like a pity kill? Where that was basically a dead calm. Um, I mean, oh, he I know it just like floated. Yeah, yes. like there was those raindrops, and like I know it's in my notes somewhere, but I'm too lazy to look at them <laughs> now. But that was a a pity kill, just because he knew that she didn't want to be a part of that life. Yeah, she basically killed herself at that point, which mm-hmm. is kind of a theme we've noticed. Is where they like once they get to that point, they're like, oh man. They accept oh yeah, she yeah. accepted death. Yeah. She kind of wanted it. She wanted uh-huh. out of that little. Yeah, her arm, her arms were outreached and accepting yeah. it and everything, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wanted out of that family. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Basically. They all did. So that okay. Speaking of that, that little family. Um, I know we were discussing before. How can other demons turn humans into demons? I thought it was only one. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Musan Kibutsuji. Yeah, Kusuji, he, he, the the doctor, uh, Tameo, Tameo, yeah, yeah, Tameo, 
she talks about how she turns her apprentice and but she knows that only Kibutsu can do it. So I wonder if it's a one of the lower upper six, lower six kind of thing, where if, if they're an immediate descendant from him, they can do it kind of thing. I feel like that's <clears throat> going to be the only way because when she did it, it was one guy in 200 years. Something like that. I don't remember anymore. But yeah, it was hundreds of years. Because that he, he's, when she turned him. Yeah, he's 200, at least 200 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's more than that, and I know Kibutsuji is more than a thousand. Yeah, that was... That was a funny part of the, the show when Andrew was like, how old are you? <laughs> What's his name? That, his, her follower? The one that gets all jealous? I don't know. I don't want the... Uh, back yeah, to that's, that. that's in the notes. I'd have, to, I'd have to look at that real fast. But yeah, yeah. That, that does bring up good questions because earlier in the season, they were explaining that Kibutsuji is the only one that can turn demons... They can turn humans into demons... But now that makes us question, do they mean that they're, he's potentially the only one that could turn demons into humans? Yeah. yeah. So I think that's or there might have been a little confusion. Or at least maybe that's my confusion. I don't know. I just find that a little bit hard because, well, not really. How would he do it? Just kind of like suck his blood back out? It's essentially, it's all his mm-hmm. from the beginning. Spit it out. <laughs> Spit it out. Uh, uh, this this demon layout though definitely reminds me of vampires. Obviously, that's like an obvious thing because of the whole sun thing. Oh, the sun thing. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and then I guess the blood. They talk a lot about blood, and talk about certain blood that's a lot more higher quality. Uh huh. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of that, I'm very surprised that in 26 episodes we've only had one sample of blood. Oh yeah. Be the given. Cat coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just passed that episode. I mean, you could kind of say two, but it's it's the one where he meets those three drunk people and he gives them his blood to obliterate that one girl. Yeah, and he just blows up. Yeah, then the, that one... The, the, the drum demon. He's the only one that's been... So given, it's, that, you that's got the no, sample not, taken. Yeah, we're samples. Oh, oh, sample. Yeah, because... From the cat. So Tamio says that it has to be a descendant from Kibutsuji, and because Tanjiro's kind of passed out when the lower six guy dies, I guess that's true. He can't he can't take his because that that cap just appears. <laughs> that's, that's kind as of soon as it's right, as soon as the sample's available. Also, yeah. yeah, so that's that'll be. But she's also studying Nezuko's blood. To see what makes her so different. So there's that as well. So at least it's. Nezuko's a badass. I yeah. like her a lot. Yep. Does she choose not to talk? That's one thing I wanted to ask you guys too. Because in the in the train movie. She's a lot more audible. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Like she, like she knows what she's doing. Like she's very conscious of what she's doing. Oh, obviously. Yeah. But like yeah. she like responds to questions like she doesn't talk obviously but like she grunts and she responds to orders like vocally like you can hear but like in the entire series i don't think you hear like 
I think a single thing, sound come out of her. One, I think I looked it up, and I think one thing that I read online was like silent, like for like especially like monks and all that. It's like a way to have inner peace, uh-huh. and she has to have like inner peace to control her urges or something like that. Not her mm. urges, but just to control herself. I think I know what you're getting at. That makes sense. That that'd be a a good explanation as any. Yeah, they don't talk about it because you know speaking of Doctor Tamayo. She's a demon, and she talks perfectly fine. And so does her assistant. Did you forget his name? Uh, Yushiro. Yushiro, yeah. So I just mm-hmm. was I was wondering the same thing. Why doesn't she talk? Maybe, oh, no, I guess. I was about to say, maybe she doesn't talk because she's got uh, Kibutsuji's blood running through her, but everybody else is talking just fine, too. She's literally the only demon that we know that isn't talking. Yeah. But she's also the only one that doesn't have to eat people, so... Maybe maybe it does go hand in hand. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's about the being at peace kind of thing, where it helps keep her state of mind mm-hmm. a little bit more clear. Speaking of her clear mind, uh, <clears throat> Uro Kodaki said that she had to sleep for so long because she's not eating people, and that's what kept her in her sane self. Throughout the uh, 26 episode series, that was the only time that she's ever, you know, went into her coma like sleep. Do you guys think that she's going to go back into another coma-like sleep? Uh, no, just because I think that coma-like sleep was a part of the transformation. Yeah. And that's why she had to to go into that sleep. Because, yeah. I mean, she doesn't transform like that again, so... Right, I mean, we never see her consume anything. You know, yeah. this isn't like a, a Tokyo Ghoul where she needs to eat a little bit of something here and there. Yeah, yeah she has so, a... Well, we know she hasn't eaten anybody or spilled any human blood at this point because uh-huh. the Hashira would have killed her. And uh, Uder Koraki and then you and Tanjiro would have to kill themselves too, so that'd be... They all put their lives on the line for Nezuko. Which is crazy because, I mean, you don't, you don't even know about that until, what was that, like episode 22 or something like that? Something, well, yeah, about the, it was about 20-ish. About, about the letter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, was, it was a nice little gut-wrench, kind of heartfelt part to, to the That's show. That's what I'm talking about, man. I love the story. I love how deep it is. The the emotions and everything. Yeah. You're not putting your blood on the line for someone you don't even know. Oh, yeah, especially... My boy, like, <laughs> well, maybe Uro Kodaki's being a little cocky because he's the one that hypnotized her to begin with. He was suggestive talking. That's all. Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he took advantage <laughs> of a sleeping pretty girl. There's nothing wrong with that. God. So what else we got on the agenda? <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to jump to like season two, but I feel like that's too fast. Yeah, there's still more to talk about. Yeah, yeah there's, there's definitely more to... So what's your guys' favorite, favorite move of all the characters so far? Oh... I guess that's a little hard to decide. I, it's hard to decide because everything kind of gets thrown at you so quickly without any kind of uh, preparation. Like it's not <laughs> like they spend half an episode learning a move and then you get like invested in that move. Yeah. Because Tanjiro knows ten moves by the end of twenty six episodes. Because yeah. he doesn't have an iconic move, right? Like no, I don't think anything's iconic. Yeah. No, like all these other animes, Dragon Ball Z. Kamehameha. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. If you, whoever you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I mean, his moves are... 
are definitely good and they're they're interesting and unique that's for sure it's yeah and it's got to be situational like i was talking about like with the mother how the pity kill and like the raindrop deal Mm -hmm. um back when tanjiro was fighting the that chick with the six arms with the balls and the arrow dude yeah um and it's just got to constantly use move after move after right. move. Right. I like as much as I hated those two demons. Like I thought they were pretty stupid, but I loved that Tanjiro was combining different breathing techniques to stop his fallings, uh, maneuver really swiftly, and just. Yeah. I I thought that was good writing. I thought that was good animation to begin with. So. It's hard. It's just hard to choose one move. <laughs> yeah, I can't pick one. We're talking about ne- n- n- what's his name, Nesitu? Zenitsu. Zenitsu. <laughs> Damn, I was way off on that one. Uh, we're talking about him. I was. I, was I, I wish I could see more moves. That more thunder, moves. That thunderclap is awesome. I, yeah, I, if, yeah, I if I was if I was to bring down, if I was to, to staple my one favorite move, it's gonna be Zenitsu's thunderclap move. Yeah. It's just because I don't know. It's just big boom, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Even Ren Goku, like fire moves are awesome and all, but and he was clearly strong as fuck. But Zenetsu, something about Zenetsu is just I I like his unconsciousness that just can't. I don't know. He strikes like lightning. Yeah, and I, I want like. He just gotta be conscious, and he's gotta take control. <laughs> His grandpa wanted him to perf- to perfect one move, and he perfects one move, but it can only be unconscious. Imagine what he can do if he's conscious. Yeah, he'd be a badass too. He's also gotta stop being a bitch about it, though. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's the only thing preventing him. Per- mm-hmm. Perfect your moves consciously, and stop being a bitch. That's that's it. Otherwise, he'd be a badass. That his voice changes when he's unconscious. You know, when he talks about, like, the thunderclap and all that. Uh-huh. Yeah. He gets deeper. Yeah. He gets deeper. He gets serious. Oh, speaking of that, um, during a little bit of research, I don't remember where I found this tidbit of information. I haven't looked back at it myself. But somebody said that Zenetsu's uh, voice is different from the main series than you meet him back at the uh, the trial. That's what I said. Oh, that's that was you. That, that, oh, was, that was you last week. <laughs> yeah, Damn. I, I brought that up. I'm like, I don't know if oh, you guys no. noticed, but Zenitsu, when you see him like at the beginning of the final selection, uh-huh. I think he says something and it's just completely different. Yeah, well, I'll have to look back into that because I... Uh, and we had a week to look into this and we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, if you're listening out there, pay attention to that because I'm pretty sure it's different. Yeah, go on and, our Facebook page and let us know if... And, like, I'm a freak about that stuff. Like, when, when voice actors change or when actors change, that's why I thought, you know, with, in those case, throat getting crushed, I thought that was going to be something, like... I was actually looking forward to his throat being all gargly and ruined like that yeah. and being stuck like that for the rest of the series. I was... Like, if I was reading manga, I would have read... I would have read it as a broken voice the rest of the entire series. Well, if I didn't know any better. Beast. See, I... Oh, I, yeah. I, yeah. I did muffled only because 
I took that their healing abilities were so good that they could just repair everything. Uh, I guess that's a good point. Because Zetsu's arms go from being like... But well, he was taking medication for that. So was... Yeah, so this is the uh, Taisho period in Japan. What kind of medication have they got? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, good point. <laughs> what the hell? Hey, they got some crazy like, I, get, I get they got like these powers, like, you know, talking about the Demon Slayer shit, but medicine like that, you know, what are they taking? I don't know. He grew his arms and his legs. That's all yeah, I know. They all came back. Like, uh, well, Kocho doesn't know any healing stuff. She's just she's just the poison girl. <laughs> okay, so the Hashira. So I'm guessing these are like like types, right? Like you see in Pokemon Water type, this and that. Right. Now, They're many, all going to have their own specific. And how many are there? Hashiras? Oh, God. I don't remember. Do you guys I'm know just going to assume eight. Uh, <laughs> I like how you throw eight. <laughs> okay. That sounds right. Okay, like, Pokemon. Look at me and throw eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's the steel type, the dragon type. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, there. Well, <laughs> if you kill demons at nighttime, you get the espion type. <laughs> or no, that's that's not nighttime. Uh, that's on brand. Yeah, oh, there you go. Like, <laughs> fucking everything up today. There are nine of them. But nine. nine. Okay. Well, now there's eight. <laughs> well, that's that is. You are very correct about that statement. That's yeah. true. Poor Ringo. So we don't. I mean, we really don't learn what their abilities are at this point, right? Just because. So we can assume that one girl, because she was all love and stuff like that. So it's probably some. Oh, that pink-haired chick. Yeah, the pink-haired with girl with green tips. We really gotta learn these names, guys. <laughs> well, I guess I am. I got them pulled up. I got this Kimetsu no Yaiba fandom.com as just a list of uh, the names. And the Hashira, here, let's just go through them. Water Hashira, Gyu Tamioka, which we've gone through the entire series. And Ricky, that's your number one favorite character. Yeah, I mean, can't, he's a badass, so there's nothing against that. The Love Hashira, Mitsuri Kanroji. Sorry, I'm gonna butcher all of these names, but we'll get better. Yeah, we'll get better. Don't um, forget, stick around for uh, Lance's lessons later on too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna butcher all these names, but I'm gonna make you learn a little bit of Japanese later on. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, Matt, I know you've read the manga, but how much can we uh, before? I start asking any more important questions. Like, I want to ask us what we think everybody, every one of the Hashira's abilities are going to be. And, like, I know you read ahead and you just kind of have to, like, let us know that you can't give your two cents into what these Hashira's abilities are going to be. Well, can you? I, you I can talk you? about Gyu. You can talk about <laughs> I'm sure Gyu. Gyu is going to be, like, the number one Hashira because he's way. They already made him too important. But, like, what the hell is a love Hashira going to do? Is this going to be, like, the Pokemon move attract and just make <laughs> the opposite gender fall in love with you? So, one thing I can say is all in of moment. them are not useless. I'll put it that way. Can you... Would you happen to know if they're based off of something? Because you know what, like, animes... A lot of animes, they, like, base it off, like, a certain... I don't even know what to call it. For example, Fullmetal Alchemist, they have Breed, Gluttony, you know, the Seven Sins, basically. Seven Deadly Sins. I mean, not deadly, but 
Sorry, that's another anime, but yeah, the Seven yeah. Sins. Seven Deadly Sins is another great anime, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Love that anime. Um, but yeah, do you know if it has to do with anything like that? So, they do talk about it because Rengoku talks about how the Hashira, there's the tiers, the elemental tiers, and how they branch off of those parts. But other than that, I mean... No, I'm not. Can't really. Not really gonna go too far into it, just because I don't want to talk about anything. Okay. Well, I have no idea what to expect from a love Hashira. I I don't know. All I think is like Cupid. <laughs> yeah, making <laughs> others fall in love. Hey, hey, but that's good. That I mean, that's one nice thing about this anime manga in general. It's just that it's like. What the hell are you gonna do with a love hot? No, I'm definitely right. in, like, yeah. I'm not let's just guess. I'm yeah, let's just intrigued. Yeah, yeah. it keeps us wanting to see more. Next up is the uh, serpent Hashira Obanai Iguro. Is that he, the one with the two eyes? Yeah, he's got two different colored eyes and he's got that snake on him. Yeah, I thought he was a bad dude. I don't know. About <laughs> yeah, he looks like an evil guy. Yeah. Well, he kind of plays off that serpent mindset because everybody thinks that snakes are evil so uh-huh. kind of plays it off i guess yeah yeah so i wouldn't be surprised if he's like some like two-faced traitor working for someone else i don't, I don't know I, I feel like these hospitals are vetted, dude you know, they did their research their background checks and everything oh i would, I would you would hope so but it's anime so they no, gotta yeah. throw in their no, twists and turns he, he definitely intrigues me and there's another one that we're gonna get to that uh was stabbing uh, Nezuko. Pretty sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Big yeah, crazy eyes. Yeah, that's the next one. Uh. Oh, yeah. The Wind Hashira. Senemi. Oh my god. <laughs> Shinazugawa. Yeah, the crazy guy with scars on his face who stabbed Nezuko in her uh, yeah, traveling case. I thought he was a bad guy too. Really. Oh, like, yeah. He, he, he came off super aggressive. Yeah. I thought for sure Nezuko was going to fuck him up. It was daytime. But it's day- no, she, he brought her into the shade, so it was... Yeah, so he, he, it, he did the temple. He did, oh, pre- okay. he did yeah, prepare right. for the situation. But Nezuko gave him the cold shoulder. <laughs> oh, she was ready. Uh-huh. Yeah, after Tantra used his hard head and basically told her not to do anything, then she's like, oh yeah, that's right, I don't do nothing. Oh yeah, that's right, I love humans. <laughs> <laughs> this douchebag can just quit, keep being himself, I guess. So the wind Hashira, uh, the first thing to come to mind is uh, Inuyasha. That's He's going to create some kind of wind scar technique out of his sword, that's <laughs> like I, I can totally see them stealing something like that. Can you blame them? In the US, it was a great anime. It yeah. was. It was super popular back in the day mm-hmm. too. I don't know. Then there is the uh, Stone Hashira, Gyomi Himejima. Who's that? He's the crybaby. He's the one that's always oh, crying. Always crying. He's, he's got he's, tears rolling down his eyes at all times. He's, he's the monk-looking guy with hair. And he's blind. He's blind, yeah. Yeah. So he kind of just has to go off the emotions of everybody else. Right. But he's the stone Hashiro, which throws me off because he's super emotional, but he's the stone Hashiro. I don't know. I'm I'm really excited to hear the backstory. Yeah, I want to know why he is the way he is. They better do a good job, too. I loved about the Mugen train uh, when they went into Rengoku's backstory. 
Oh, with his uh, little brother and his shitty dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, he reminded me a lot of Tanjiro. So. Oh, definitely. That's yeah. why they got it wrong. Yeah. Or got it wrong. Got along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really like Rengoku and his backstory. So that's what I'm hoping in season two or whenever they show us who these people are. Because I'm really intrigued on those two guys that I think are bad. Mm-hmm. Next up is the Sound Hashira, Tengen Uzai, Uzui, probably Uzui, the Sound Hashira, I don't know. Sounds about right. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be interesting. I'm just trying to connect all these things. Yeah, sound, <laughs> wind. wind. Wind is pretty easy. I mean, it should be relatively straightforward, right? Yeah. Next up is the Mist Hashira, Muchira Tokito. Tokito. Muchiro? I think they, I thought she was quiet. I don't really remember anything about her in the meaning of the Hashira. Like she's pretty... Pretty sure it's a dude. Pretty sure it's a dude. That's a dude? I'm pretty sure that's a dude. <laughs> you know, that that probably is a dude. Why not? <laughs> With the purple hair? Or like the short, kind of dark purple hair? No, it's the like the guy who's just kind of looking around like, oh... Oh, oh yeah, nice. the one that like spaces out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't really care. Yeah, okay, I remember him. It's like whatever. It's... Yeah, okay. Now that you say that, yeah, now I remember him being a dude. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like a Nosuke. Just got some feminine features. It's okay. How many more we got? Uh, the next one is the Insect Hashira Kocho Shinobu Kocho. Kocho. Um, we already know about her. She's she got that thin ass blade that can't cut shit, but she she knows how to get poisoned yeah she can poison them and kill them that way she's oh, the only one that can do so that. and we learned uh we learned through hers and tanjiro's little visit on the roof that she may look happy on the outside but she's hurt she's hurting on the inside yep yeah because her sister got killed by my demons that's that they trusted oh so that's the one that flips the coin no 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 that's uh the oh, one that Kano. Kano. Kocho oh, okay. yeah. bought they Kano. Look, yeah, they look similar. And decided not to keep her as a slave. Like, bought her from being sold, sold slave. And yeah. Because of her sister. On the topic of Kano, I have uh, another question that I wrote down. Uh, Kano, will she make decisions on her own after the stupid coin flip? <laughs> well, to her, it's not stupid. That's to her, her son, it's her whole entire life. Yeah. But... Yeah, uh, it's just the cheesiness of it. That's why I said that. But <laughs> all right, so Con- so Tanjiro made this coin flip. Do you think now she's gonna have a will of her own? She's gonna be a normal person. Um, I would hope so. Honestly, I, I hope they kind of get away from it. It's just a small little detail right. that's kind of unnecessary. Right. So that's that's just my look on it. Right. I think I would hope so too because they're gonna kind of kill the uh the mood of the anime if she just sits there and keeps to herself if they make that a point that'd be kind of just like why mm-hmm. you know I mean? especially with their the pacing of this entire season or the just the series itself the series would be compromised if if there's just going to be slow characters just dragging them down honestly now that you bring that up that's probably one of the slowest times in the season like everything's been action, they keep on moving forward uh-huh. or whatever. And when they got to that camp or to rest or to train, it was kind of slow. Right. And they kind of filled it in with that coin stuff. And yeah, um, yeah, they've been moving through the series super fast. But as soon as they got 
to the Hashira area. They did give a couple episodes into learning how to do the con- total concentration yeah. breathing. And then the recovery. I, I mean, it's like three episodes, so it's not... I mean, but if you compare... Compared to this If you this compare series, that to Tanjiro learning ten moves out of nowhere... <laughs> yeah. That's true. And then it'll be... I would much rather watch Tanjiro learn 10 moves <laughs> than to watch him get beat up by, what, two, three little girls while he sleeps so that he can practice total concentration. Breathing. I don't know. That was kind of funny. And then the whole uh, Nosuke and Zenitsu getting all mad at Tanjiro because he made his exercising seem like the worst thing in the world. And it's showing everyone up. Well, not at the very beginning when Tanjiro comes back for the first day and he's super exhausted and, and uh-huh. or Zenitsu's like, you get to play tag with girls and uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> lightened it up a little bit. It was kind of nice. It changed the, the feel of the anime just a little bit by adding those couple episodes yeah. and it slowed it down. Could you imagine an episode, or anime where it's like action, action, action? Like, every episode is just... It would be pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, nobody wants their fillers. They could have definitely cut... They probably could have cut... At the pace that they were going originally, they could more. they could have cut a lot of that out. They could have sped it up. Like, like I said, we skipped ahead, and Tanjiro just pulls 10 moves out of his ass. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Because I guess, like, the way I see it, when I remember back, like, I, I just remember the scenery. So I remember them being in that little camp. For a while, and when you go back, you just see him going from like this town to a different town. And I mean, so they spent a few episodes on him training in the mountains too. So it's not like, yeah, but the, that was super early. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. just wanted to get. But they also early. elapsed two years over that. Yes, yeah, that is true. But then they spent what was it? Two episodes on him trying to cut that rock. Yeah. Yeah. But that was six months. It was six months, but it was still just. Him trying to cut a rock. So, mm, I mean, with that, that being said, those. how long do you think that he was even recovering at the Hashira house? It was probably months. It was probably months. They didn't specify anything. Yeah, that's... So that, I mean, the pacing might have kept the same, but it just took him so long to do all these things. That Shit. It's... Do we even know how old Tanjiro and Hagerman is? They, so, in the beginning, I don't know if you remember, they, in his first mission, that guy calls him a kid. Mm-hmm. And other than that, so I'd, I'd imagine probably he was probably 13 when Nezuko got killed, if I had to guess. So he's probably 15, maybe 16 at this point. Yeah, I, I could. I mean, being a Japanese anime, like, you almost have to expect him to be around that age. Yeah, that's true. And it's really hard to, to judge because, I mean, the Hashira are probably all. Yeah, they all look like they're mid 20s. And Tanjiro and everybody else looks about the same age. So they're still younger, yeah. It's just gonna be hard to hard to judge. They don't really they don't go into it, so you, you just never actually know. Are we at like the full group? Like, is there gonna be any other members coming in? What do you mean, any other members? As like, far as what? It's just like out of their group, because we have Inosuke, Tanjiro, obviously, Zenitsu. And Nezuko. Nezuko. Yeah, I think you can you can you could safely assume that would be everybody if you get through the first season. It's usually and the movie. Now you're asking for spoilers. We can't be doing this. (laughs) (laughs) 
We gotta talk about what the people already know. Yeah. Minus the uh, the margaritas. I'm just kind of hoping because I'm like I said, well, like we said, we have the video playing in the background. Uh huh. Gyu's in the picture, so <laughs> I can see Gyu being a little more closely involved in the group. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe more as a as a trainer because uh, obviously Rengoku. And that's that's what I was hopeful for, like in the in the movie when they were like, Oh, can you train us? Can you train us? Big bro <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I hated that scene so much. <laughs> we love you, big bro. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping to see Rengoku more. Yeah, I was very surprised to see him die. Also, at the same time, I guess I am happy to see him die because at this point no one important like has died. Like this isn't one of those animes where you know everyone's going to live and it's going to be a happy ending. Like, dude, we need to have that kind of suspense. And, like, yeah. shit can go wrong at any moment. You should be happy that your main characters are alive. And if the Flame Hashira... I'm is sorry, it? is he the Fire Hashira or the Flame Hashira? Wait, it's Flame Hashira. Flame. Yeah, yeah the there, because there's that stoop... There's just that little bit of a specificness about the flame and fire. But... Because he died, I think that showed some importance. Well, it's not like some animes where it's like we go three episodes and somebody died. It's like don't get attached to anybody because everybody's gonna die. Oh yeah, we can't go. We can't go out that route either. Yeah, especially at the the pace that uh, this this show has been going. Yeah. Because it's been going so fast, you need more than just a couple episodes. No. But I guess at the same time. Uh, let's go back to the brother spider, the, uh, one of the moon, one of the moon demons where, uh, he dies in an episode in the very next episode, they spend very good portion of that explaining his backstory. Yeah. Oh, you're so you're talking about the, the lower six. Mm -hmm. All I want to say is like, we're made to feel like this is the bad guy. We need to kill him. Mm hmm. And he finally dies, and we're as viewers, we're all happy for it. But then the next episode, we go back and do his his history, where he's just a little kid. Yeah, but and then we start to feel sorry for him. But he, they've been doing that with every demon. Oh yeah, but the but spider, but specifically the spider guy, we yeah. spent a lot more time. I do like that though. I'm not gonna lie, when they kind of show like their human side when they remember. Their oh, human oh, side. I love when they go back to yeah. when they were humans. They, they did that with the the drum guy too. They go, yep. So it seems like they did that with everybody so far. Yep. Well, yeah, even they that. did that with final selection. The guy covering his neck. The yeah. Big guy. Yeah. They just saw yep. little skippets or like mm -hmm. little scenes. Well, they went more back in. They went more into their backstory with the drum guy who was a part of the lower, lower six. Yeah. And then the Re, I think, our, Rui. Our, Rui, they went into him. So it seems like the more important of a of a demon you are, they go back into it because they like show the tragedy and why they were so willing to be a demon. Right. This reminds me of a, the meme that I wanted to show you guys. I'm going to, I might butcher it, I'm not too sure, but the meme went something along the lines of, it was a picture of Tanjiro and the caption said, this motherfucker can cut your head off, but he'll still act like he's in more pain than you are. <laughs> I think I saw that one too. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have saved that one because it was so goddamn funny. <laughs> I, I thought it was such an obvious meme and I'd be able to find it no problem, but clearly I can't find it. It'll circulate again. Probably. 
I'll find it one day. You're going to forget about it and then it's going to pop up. Right. But, uh, well, if you guys don't mind, I got a couple more questions that we can talk about. Yeah. Um, well, if I'm going to go in order from what I wrote down and cross out things that we've already talked about, the next one, uh, let's talk about Tanjiro's sword on okay. how it's black and how Rengoku in the movie said that black sword wielders can't become Hashira because they don't know what element to master. Because we know that he knows 10 breathe, water breathing techniques, but we also see that he slowly starts to incorporate some fire techniques in there as well. Yep. He shows that he uses some fire moves with the uh, spider demon, and he also used, I'm pretty sure he used some fire stuff in the movie. I can't remember that. I, I know for yes, sure. Yes, his final attack he does. Because he, yeah, in his final, well, the, the final attack on the train, they they do that. Mm-hmm. The, he uses some of his previous training that he learned growing up, his breathing that way. Oh. Yeah, because they were watching the father so, breathe through everything. That's a good point that you brought that up. Um, he kind of reminds me of like the last Airbender. Like he's in the Mansion. Mm. And I'm orbit. super happy you brought that up because <laughs> that's also that's part two of what I'm asking right now. <laughs> um, because that's exactly how, where I was going with this. Um, if they're already making us think that he's going to fight water versus fire, what if he just incorporates more elements like thunder or wind or like any of the other Hashira? What if he just becomes the avatar of the Hashira? Because he has the fire, he has the black sword that apparently the side everything of the, goes into black. Yeah, because yeah, that's interesting theory. Uh, yeah, me and my little sister were talking about that. <laughs> actually, that's where I got this idea from. Really? Yeah, we were just talking. I love anime. Uh, just <laughs> this brings everybody together. I picked her up from school, and we we're just talking about it, and we just start incorporating Avatar: Last Airbender into it. Like, yeah, why not? I mean. That's what it reminds you of. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, all we know, obviously, is water and fire. And fire is briefly introduced. Yeah, because he wants to learn more about if anybody's had this ability. Mm-hmm. So I got a question that just popped in my head. Um, what do you guys think the significance is with the Hanafuda earring? The only thing that I can think of is what we are talking about off air with uh the scene where his father comes into play because his dad was wearing hanafuda earrings as well i think matt without uh disrupting anything from season two can you shed any information on this so the only thing i can really say is from the from the manga from season one is there's a little snippet it's literally one picture and you see a much much younger uh, kibutsuji on the ground and you see a black figure with hanafuka earrings fuda hanafuda earrings excuse me you see that image in the show he kind of reflects back when he goes or when he thought when he freaks out about him telling his minions to go kill him Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember that. Uh, I. I think. I don't know. I don't well, know. I'm I don't on. I'm on so. board with you, Ricky, because when I was uh, trying to come up with some questions and doing a little bit of research myself, uh, something on the internet also said something about the Hanafuda earrings 
and how something about his father had something to do with something. So, I mean, his father has that breathing technique that's passed down for the family line mm-hmm. that you learn about. And those he, are the same. Also, those are the same. So the, the earrings, earrings are passed down. Uh-huh. I can I can assume when they learn how to do that technique, like that breathing technique, because they do that breathing. They do that um, the ritual during the winter months. So they have yeah. to learn how to breathe specifically so that they can do it in the middle of winter in the mountains. Right. So I'm, I'm assuming that's when the earrings get passed down is when they... Maybe traditionally, but because the father died, it was maybe they were passed down early yeah. in Tanjiro's position, but... Nope. Yeah, other, other than that, I mean, that's that's a big one. And then you notice how uh, Kabusuji is very... Focused. Yeah, very focused from the moment he meets Tanjiro that he needs to die. Right. So and he, he also specifies that, you know, the... The Demon Slayer with the Hanafuda earrings. Yeah. So we know that those stupid earrings are very important to Muzan Kibutsuji. Yeah. I can't wait, man. I can't wait till they meet. I just, I want to. I want like to on the battlefield. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, especially episode twenty-six when he just fucks up everybody. All his minions, or all of his lower his, six. His lower oh, six, yeah. or, or the it's lower super, five. That by far was great animation. Yes. That was the best CGI I've ever seen in any anime. Yeah, yeah, it was that it was crazy. And then you I mean, if you didn't already know how fearful everybody was of Kabutsuji, it's prime example when he can just mm-hmm. obliterate oh my God. his second group of strongest demons, but without even trying. Yeah, without even a thought. Like that one that was trying to escape. Dude was going at swift speeds. You thought that he was miles away, and all of a sudden, Kibitsu Jesus is like, Dead. out of nowhere, instant mission transmission, just boom, <laughs> cuts off, cuts off his head. Yeah, that was that was a great scene. That was a great scene. I'm loving it. I'm loving this anime. I'm so happy that they brought, they made season two into a movie instead of trying to make that entire. Like, I, I don't think season two would have been as good if they would have made the movie a season two, if that makes sense. I, I well, I know where you're going with this, but let's uh, let's throw some Dragon Ball into this <laughs> with their their canon bullshit. Okay. Um, so, the Mugen Train was a movie. Yeah. Do you think they'll keep it as a movie and then season two will continue off of the movie? Or do you think they'll pull a Dragon Ball and they'll make the moves, the train movie into like six episodes and then they'll continue it from there? Well, so again, because I'm I'm the manga guy, I, it's it is canon because that's how the anime or how the manga went. Right. So it's you know I'm assuming what they'll do is they'll just continue on from the movie because it was it was a, essentially a good stopping point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And assume that you've watched the movie because i mean let's i would hope so let's be honest if you haven't watched the movie by the time season two comes out like what kind of a fan are you i don't yeah. know how some people did it man it broke some records at the box office so. yep oh yeah the shit was everywhere yeah and for a long time too 
Like I don't, I'm yeah, gonna go off. I'm gonna to... go off on a little bit of a tangent here, but like <laughs> Attack on Titan, the live, the live action fucking movie, <laughs> as terrible as it was, I watched. I watched those. I watched part one and part two in theaters. Uh, that shit was only available very briefly. Yeah. And yeah, and very select theaters too. Yeah, it was only supposed to be for that weekend, right? For Attack on Titan? No, Demon Slayer. Oh, Demon Slayer. I'm pretty sure no, Demon Slayer Demon, was, Slayer was weeks. For, so, oh, several really? weeks, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, so they prepared. They prepared. Like, they know that this is a hot anime. And when it was the top grossing Japanese movie, or, excuse me, top grossing movie in Japan ever, you know it's going to be popular. No, I loved it. Yeah. We all went and saw it. Lance fell asleep, but then we went over that. <laughs> yeah, we went over. Yeah, yeah we, we went, went over. Down. Uh, I mean, in his defense, we went to the very first showing, so that was at what, like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, something like that. It was late, but at the same time, I tried so hard to get up. I, <laughs> I tried to be awake for it. I, I mean, the beginning is kind of slow. It is kind of slow for, especially for a movie. You want to know what sucked about it the most? Was uh, me and my fiance were been watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch on uh, Netflix, and we had just gotten done watching an episode about where they have to go into people's dreams to screw up everything that's going on with the main story. So the day before, I had just done, I just gotten done with dream episode, and now we're going into a movie that is fifty percent dreams and like. I was I was already I get done it. and said with the the dreams were all unique and it was kind of funny. It was unique. I did appreciate the the dreaming. I spent I did love that Tanjiro ended up figuring out that he needed to kill himself to get out of a dream. Yeah, which is a little insane, but at the same but, time, like. But then again, it was to be honest, it was a little predictable. Everything up until like after the train crashes was predictable. Right. Yeah, you because know, you kind of knew he was going to figure out. It was oh, of course. Kill himself. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was still great action. I loved it. I mean, they could have made it so Nezuko figured out a way to wake him up. Because I, I mean, could see that too. Because she's the demon. She was. She was a demon, and she didn't fall asleep. So she did figure out how to break their seal with the the humans that were trying to kill mm-hmm. their core. Yeah, with the blood art. Yeah. And so you could they could have done something with that. So I mean, yeah, I. I guess it's predictable, but it's. I just enjoyed the fact that the scenery that they made in each individual persons and then their personalities were yeah. in all of them. And those case was hilarious. Those yeah. case was pretty funny. <laughs> I definitely get what you're saying on that because I, I appreciate that because otherwise it would have been just the train. Yeah. It would have been the train and then like the background scenery. Yeah. It would have been just that. Yeah. And so. then, yeah, definitely because I mean, could you imagine? consciously having to kill yourself even if you knew it's a dream like i i don't know if i i'd have the willpower to just kill myself even if it was a dream even if it was a dream yeah no that's too crazy so it's just just that was man and then that that fight scene that's just the the fighting that was going on with all the demons and then rengoku's fight scene with the the upper Oh Three. man, I wanted I wanted that to be most of the movie. That yeah. was badass. That uh, was that was crazy. And the fact that that 
asshole managed to get away alive. Oh, he was I close mean, to <laughs> you you need that drama to yeah. keep the season going to make you want to see more. But at the same time, God, that motherfucker <laughs> got, got away with Tanjiro's sword stabbed through him, and not Tanjiro's lost two swords. Yeah, God, Tanjiro, you're gonna make both those masked sword creeps super upset with you. <laughs> yeah, that was a great fight. Either way. And some of you read the manga. I was waiting for that to see that on the movie. Yeah. Oh, I bet. You know, it's definitely different with some animation. Oh it's, yeah, it's you get so to see all all the fun colors break through. Yeah. So what are we on to next? Uh, let's see. My next question is: This is a personal question. Do you think Zenetsu's thunderclap is the strongest move? No. Hell no. No? No. I feel like I said, I feel he's going to tap into something. He's going to master his techniques and we'll do some badass shit. Well, part, a lot of uh, the thought that went into this one is that uh, that old man that went into training him told him to master one move, and that's this move. And every time he achieves this move, I'm going to say achieves because he's failed to start this move like eight Conquer. times during uh, that spider brother fight but once he actually achieves this move it fucking kills anything that's in his path and so you think that's ultimately a strongest move you ask I, me I, if it's his strongest move or is the strongest, the strongest move like, For, like let's just talk about like you're talking about compared to super everybody super saiyan 2 gohan fighting so yeah i'm saying <laughs> yeah exactly i'm know, saying man. like if we're going to do some kind of like power chart, which is going to be very hard to compare anything this early, because what if you're comparing uh, Thunderclap to Gyu's? Or, yeah, or even Rango. Well, yeah, because clearly he's not a Hashira. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, if you're asking between the. The three characters, you might be able to answer that, but oh, between yeah, between the main group of three, I, I think it might be a very okay. Yeah, let's just keep it to between the main group. Um, Inosuke, I think he's got some bullshit moves. He's I don't think he's got. He's just, he's just a grunt. He's, he's just a cool. he's just a very bold, cool. aggressive grunt. He's very strong, yeah. but I don't think he's got like some badass finisher move. Like because he, he's like. Technically, like the beast, yeah, element, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the beast, beast breathing. breathing. Yeah. So yeah, he he's got some cool like moves for like strategy wise. Uh huh. You can play strategically, but to like battle, no. he's your support character. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But he'll get in there. Oh, he sure will. And get his head crushed in. But you know, it's I love his crazy <laughs> ass man. I love. It. I really wish. You know. We can practice that laugh. <laughs> I want to see you guys fail. All right, so we'll practice this in our spare time and our privacy, and just we can fail on our own until we feel comfortable with it. So you may or may not hear it ever. No. <laughs> ever. Definitely not. All right, so what are you, what are you thinking? Um, what, for the like next question? No, no, just uh, thinking that that's the strongest move between the three. As of guys. as of right now, between the main three, I think Zenetsu has the strongest move, and that's 
I don't remember what Tanjiro's uh, breathing tech. Uh, breathing technique number 10 was but i just feel that because they put a little bit of emphasis on zanetsu mastering that one move and that's the only move that we currently know that that's gonna be the power level of over nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see where you're coming from now so i i, I can i can agree with you on that Especially for now, he's definitely the strongest if he can do pull off, pull it off, right? Yeah, we got a dog mascot sitting by us right now, mm-hmm. so you might hear him breathing right now. Husky, she just breathes both over there. there. Um, let's talk about Muzan's family. Man, that still throws me off. Yeah, <laughs> the most powerful demon that we know of. Uh, oldest, oldest as far as we know he might be the original demon yeah no dracula basically no <laughs> um yeah why does he have a family why does he choose why is like why does he want to be a human basically yeah he acts like a human but he gets still... offended when people call him out for being pale and shit like that oh pale, yeah pale and and that alley. yeah and like he i don't know he, he kind of tells me about, i don't know what his motives are i don't know what he wants to accomplish has a human complex and that that could be it. It's just he's so wants to be a human that he get it makes him angry that he wants can't to be, be normal. So there's like a little, little now that we're talking about this, just a small question. I don't know if you guys caught it or not. Um, remember when he puts his family in that cab and tells them to hurry home? Yeah. He said he had to go to work. What do you think he has, what do you think he does for a living? Oh, I I've assumed that it was uh he's some kind of like medical doctor sorts some some business type person that mm, maybe was that maybe i'm jumping the gun i don't remember anymore i guess uh, it's been they, a while. they never really go into it but i mean he's dressed nice so you know yeah. yeah. you just have to assume that he's i just want to know what his disguise is because then later on you see him and he's a woman mm-hmm. i mean it would make sense if he was oh like, yeah well that was uh, i think that was i don't i, I don't even they know don't explain it. i don't even know how to defend episode 26 <laughs> why he would dress as a woman i mean they did say like i didn't recognize you whatever but like why yeah i don't get it perfect disguise he can be a man or a woman but i mean the so the they do talk about how nobody has ever gotten any sort of inform like seen face-to-face uh kibutsuji and when they talk about how the how tanjiro is seen Kibutsuji, and how he's the only one that's ever actually gone face-to-face with him. So, obviously, his disguises have to be amazing if he's gone to, at the very minimum, 200-plus years and not been detected. Well, as of right now, the only people that I know have seen him in that disguise that Tanjiro saw, or, like, with his family... Is those other two demons that died with the one with the ball and the one with the arrows? Yeah. Do you think? Do you think they saw him? Yeah, because he did. He they show them. He well, calls them actually, that. I don't know because now that I remember, they were bowing down the whole time. Uh, yeah, they might not have actually looked at him. That's true. But even still, I mean, in oh, his presence, and, and they do glance back when uh, Tanjiro has like his first mission, his very first mission that demon song. 
Yeah, the de- he no because when he when Tanjiro asks about Kibutsuji, he has that flashback where he talk where Kibutsuji talks to that demon, saying, yeah. "You can never speak about me." Yeah, there's that part. I'm I'm assuming they've all seen him, but the demons are so afraid of Kibutsuji that they'll never turn on turn on him. Because I mean, you saw. It was that that six arm girl. She died because she spoke of just the name. His name. Just the name. So they they're not going to give him up for anything. Yeah. What uh, was that? Because she said, "Yeah, her, the, his name," or was uh, that because she heard? No, Tamayo. No, she didn't say it. She, they made her say it because of uh, some influence. Her, her blood demon art. Uh-huh. Tamayo's blood demon art basically um, hypnotized her into saying it. Uh huh. Because that was like the only way Tanjiro could kill her. Or, well, Tanjiro would win. Because Tanjiro was like crawling to try and fight her after he fought the, the guy with the eyes on his hands. The arrow yeah. guy? Yeah, the arrow Forgot guy. He's getting his ass handed to him. No. Basically tricked her into saying it. Yeah. So it was basically a fail safe. No. If she ever gave up his name, that boom, she'd die. Well, it's all the demons. Any of the um, demons say it. So So that I guess that was some. That would explain why that first demon was so scared to even talk about it. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah, his name getting mentioned, so yeah, none of nobody Nobody knows what he looks like. So, I mean, his, his disguises have to be amazing. But, I mean, if he can be a man or a woman, it's, I guess your, yeah. your disguises are great. Let's talk about Genya. One of the guys that completed the challenge. And should and we meet him in the end, episode 25, 26, and he shoulder butts Tanjiro. Oh, yeah, he's, he's he got... He's he was in the sele- he was in the final selection. Dude got super beefed up. Yep. And that's really all we know at this And that's point. all we that's all we know is that he went from. So I guess that kind of goes back to my question. Do you think he's he'll like be part of a couple? Well, I know he'll come back in a couple episodes, but to join the group potentially for. A oh, you think this dude might join? Oh. I don't know. Just because. Oh, because he was part of the original selection, and this is the selection working together. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I. Granted, you don't know a nose case in the selection unless you know. No, you actually do know that. I I just saw, like I said, I was rewatching. I just saw the episode when they're in the mansion, and Inosuke was, I think, right before he was being up, uh, Sinitsu, and he says, "Oh, that's the guy that ran up the mountain and mm. ran back." Yes, down. I know exactly what you're talking so, about. So He's just, the one that sprinted up and avoided everything, or something like that. But like know. he was the first one in, the first one out. Yeah. 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 He kind of just he plowed through. You know, he was a like he says he's a beast or whatever. He just plowed through the mountain and came back down. Well, so he's just not with with Tondro and the other ones when they go to the selection point. Yeah, yeah right. but he but they do mention because I remember talking about it uh, off air that there was a fifth survivor. Yeah, and that he, he mentions mm-hmm. it in that scene. Okay. Yeah. Well, while we're on this topic, it brings up one of my next questions. About their uh, their crows. One, why doesn't Inosuke have a crow? And two, why does Zenetsu have a sparrow? I think that's just a, a funny a, a way to add a little bit of humor to it because mm. 
he gets the sparrow to begin with. Like right some the, tiny little bird. Yeah, maybe it's bird. a part of his personality. Person, uh, yeah. Yeah, why doesn't Anosuke have a bird? Yeah, then he has well, nothing. If yeah. he was part of the original deal, if he's, I mean, he's got the uh, the special swords that are being gifted to him by the people that are making the swords. Yeah. He's clearly part of the Demon Slayer Corps. So yeah. where's his bird? I don't know. I don't know. And then, obviously, it's his choice, but he doesn't wear the uniform. Yeah, there's also that, too. He just, he That's never... why I was, like, I was pondering, like, is he a Demon Slayer? Yeah. But, like I said, they do confirm it in that scene that he is a survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and in the manga, the the head of the Hashira talks about how five people made it through the selection. So. Yeah, because in the anime, Tanjiro points out four. But for some reason, Sunetsu knew five. Because Sunetsu knew, knew that it was Inosuke, that he was the fifth one. Yeah. So that's something I, I just realized now. No? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why he doesn't have a crow. That's... Maybe, because, do they mention, does he mention, I think he mentioned something about how he can't understand the crows. That, so can't. Uh, yeah. that Tanjiro can talk, bird talk, or whatever. For whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> Tanjiro can do whatever, I guess. Um, to be fair, also, um, when everyone was given their birds, he wasn't even there. Yeah. So maybe that could be the loophole. Yeah, I'll go with that. That sounds good enough to me. Sounds good <laughs> enough. He's just, he's just roaming around Earth, hunting down demons without any assignment. All yeah. he wants to do is be the strongest. Yeah. So maybe they just know, hey, he's gonna go kill a bunch of demons anyways. So mm-hmm. just, just this go, is this is the Vegeta. If we're talking Dragon Ball, <laughs> <laughs> the Vegeta. Yep. Of Demon Slayer. It's gotta be it. All right, my next question is, did Muzan specifically choose Nezuko? No, I don't think so. Do you think Muzan just was wandering by, fucked up this family, and Nezuko just so happened to be the survivor that maybe took the slightest amount of damage and turned? Or I think Muzan intentionally targeted the family because of the... That's what I was thinking. And the other, and I think that because the Hanafuda earrings and Giyu shows up a day late. You know what I mean? So he was already kind of like tracking them. Right. Like, I don't know if he was protecting that family from a distance, but yeah. So yeah. for some reason, Giyu knew he was going to be there. Yeah. Or at least in the area. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I, I think he might have tried turning the whole family and Nezuko is the only one that's arrived. Or maybe that could just... be another thing too. Well, I don't know. But yeah, I I definitely do agree that uh, the family itself was targeted. Yeah. Probably. Because because of Tanjiro's father. Maybe. Just because it's this Hanafuda earring deal, it's clearly too big. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever Tanjiro's dad was doing with the the flame dancing, I think that's gonna have a big significance in uh, how. This entire series is gonna end. So going back to the Hanafuda areas and his father, though, I'm still kind of skeptical that it was his father, because like we said, those areas been passed oh, down for generations. Right, the generation deal. And you said we saw a glimpse of uh, 
a much younger Kibutsuji. Well, he's a thousand years old at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're talking generations at this point. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, I don't, I don't know. That's a, it's a good one to keep an eye out for. Um, well, passing on to the next question is, uh, which is going to be my last one. Which Hashira do you want to know more of, excluding Giyu and Kocho? Because <laughs> we already know a little bit about them. And we did briefly talk about the bunch of them. Yeah. So, Ricky, which one do you think is the most interesting one of the next? I'm definitely excited to hear about all of them. I love backstories. I love, like, mm -hmm. prequels and all that. But um, I'm interested in, in uh, I'm kind of interested in that one kid that kind of just doesn't really care, doesn't pay attention to anything. I'm also interested in... Guys. The Serpent Hashira, yeah. Obanai Iguro. Yeah. He just gives me a, a weird feeling that he's not a good guy. I get that. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Oh. Uh, I guess if I had to say one, probably. Probably uh, Yazui. Just because he's like the most. He's he's got the sound Hashira. Yeah, just, how do how do so they incorporate like the red spots on his face? Yeah, he guy. he's just kind of really out there as far as how everybody else looks. Like yeah, he's, he's, he looks like a badass. What about you, Lance? I'm interested in that stone Hashira, uh, mm -hmm. Guillaume Himajima, that crybaby, the blind. <laughs> I just want to know what his fucking deal is. <laughs> Why are you so sad? I just feel I, I feel like he's going to be the very like in his feelings type of guy. Oh, Obviously, definitely. He is, but like, I don't know. But like, he probably, he's probably crying because he can't see the beauty of the world. Oh, type of guy. that's what it's going to be. Is like, I just need this asshole to explain himself <laughs> so I just can get my mind off of him because <laughs> he just stands out so much to me and i just i just need that to go away <laughs> yeah the one that matt said definitely stands out to me he's a, just a bigger guy it looks like he's gonna be like another rengoku the next rengoku yeah mm -hmm. so you're saying we're gonna see him for five minutes and then he's gonna die <laughs> i hope not <laughs> maybe another death. yeah well, let's hope for i just feel like not be, everyone's gonna die he'll interact with the group more somehow yeah yeah mm-hmm so then, I guess the big one is what? What are you looking forward for season two? More Giyu. definitely more Giyu. <laughs> I I pretty much expect the first half of season two being about Giyu. I would love that. I would love that. Like, uh, they, obviously they can't follow around Big Bro, so they're gonna have to <laughs> Big Bro. <laughs> so they're gonna have to <laughs> follow Giyu around. Maybe not necessarily follow him around, but there's going to have to be some kind of... They're going to hunt down one of the next, what, upper three or whatever, and Gyu's going to be in charge of that. And who knows, maybe Gyu and Kocho are going to be sitting there fighting each other the entire way there because all they do is bitch at each other. So you think the next mission is going to be them fighting one of the, the upper six then? Well, you think that's the way that uh, the Muzan train 
ended. I think he's going to be the next target. I think he might be. Or do you think he's going to be too strong for them to even counter because it took one of the Hashira and he couldn't even do it? Yeah, he lost his arm and died. I don't know. It's... Do you guys think that the any is there going to be like a new lower six? Or is there, are we done with them? It's going mm. to be all up or something? I think that's a good point. I mean, we're officially done with the lower six because yeah, uh, hand bitch died with the dream, yeah, the dream guy. Yeah, the train train the, crashed. The and entire train dead. Well, that was the last of the lower six. Uh-huh. That was the last of the lower six. But Kibutsuji also talks about how the lower six have Come transferred people. Yeah, multiple times, and the upper six have not in what do you say decades. Yeah, the. They've never changed. Yeah, so hundred years or something. Like that. Yeah, it's it'll be it'll be interesting to see how see how that happens. Yeah, because we don't know how often the lower six change. As far as we know, episode twenty six, he was quick to switch them out as it was. Yeah, because he was talking about how maybe I just need new ones. Mm-hmm. So let me kill all you fuckers and start again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all it took. He didn't care. He didn't have an ounce of remorse. Yeah, regret. What are you looking forward to, Matt? Uh, yeah, I think just seeing, hoping to get more backstory of the Hashira. That'd be nice, especially now that we have an introduction of all of them. Yeah. It'd be nice to see what their abilities are, all that fun stuff. And then obviously see if Tanjiro can do something with his uh, fire breathing. Mm-hmm. I agree. I want to see... I don't, I don't see season two going too far off the track of Tanjiro battling between water and fire. I think he's going to learn a little bit more about fire and I think he's going to like it. And I think he's going to have that ultimate battle between choosing. uh, I don't know. Like the only reason I'm saying any of this is because Rengoku said that there can't be a Hashira that battles between elements and I think he's going to have an internal battle and where one of them is going to cause internal pain because he can't choose one or the one over the other. But I do think ultimately he's going to be the first Hashira to control both elements. Yeah, I can see that. Like we said before, I feel like it's like an avatar thing. The, av- master yeah, everything. the avatar of the Hashira. Um, I kind of thought, you know, when the movie ended, we saw that, I kind of thought it just sent him off to be like the flame Hashira. Because mm-hmm. it's just kind of poking at like, oh, well, he, we just found out that he's got this flame ability and he's trying to get this, he's trying to get his big bro to train him. Right. And now he's dead. So I feel like I, I felt like he was going to take over that flame Hashira role. But mm. With you saying this, um, Rengoku's dreams had his little brother intact. Yeah. So that was making me think that if Rengoku, after Rengoku died, his little brother would take over the flame Hashira. Sorry, is it the fire Hashira or the flame Hashira? Flame Hashira. Flame Hashira, because I know there's a difference. The fire. Um, but Gyu is also the water Hashira. Yeah. And most of season one, Tanjiro has been the water element. So Well, they have the same master as you can you can tell. Right. So that's yeah, that's yeah, why they have the same, uh, Totor, uh 
whatever. Budokuraki. Thank you. Yeah, um, he, he had to have trained them both because they both have water breathing techniques and they talk about how the master gives them their breathing techniques. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, it'd be kind of hard to picture that they would double up on Hashira. So I guess with that being said, maybe I wouldn't be too surprised if Q ends up dying. That's a crazy battle. I can mm-hmm. see Tantra fighting. Both, fighting yeah, both the flame, fire, and the water, Hashira dying, and then Tanjiro comes and takes up both their places. Oh. It's pretty crazy. But at the same time, you kind of need that drama. Yeah. Yeah, like we said before, it can't just be an anime where everybody lives. And... Mm-hmm. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> everybody else can die, but not you. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he's pretty cool. I'll be looking forward to season two. October, probably have to start watching it subbed because I don't want to wait for them to dub it unless they... Oh, yeah. Like two... I could wait two weeks after season after season two starts, but if it's like months, eh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to so, wait that long. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that commitment as well. Um, as I stated before, I'm not a big fan of sub, but this is too good of an anime to wait. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it a try. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I prefer to watch everything all in one hit, but this is too high of an anime. I'm I'm gonna watch this week by week, just like I did oh, for yeah. my hero. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I'm liking it. I like it too much to want to wait for her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this should uh, wind us down. All right, Lance. So what is our uh, lesson of the week? Lance's lesson of the week is con pie. It means cheers. And this is very fitting for our episode number one because... We like to drink, and <laughs> here we are. Kanpai. 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 And for listeners at home, it's spelt K-A-N-P-A-I. Kanpai. You can find that on our Facebook page. I'll have it listed there for you. Now, Matt, do you have any of Matt's Manga Minute to add into this? We'll definitely be short this week just because I did talk about a couple of things mm-hmm. already. Um, so one thing that they never really go into in the anime that's kind of just a, a nice nugget to have is where they explain about the, the uh, Minchin Blades, where they, they come from a mountain that is always under the sun. Mm-hmm. And so it just shows you, or it's a nice little detail showing that the ore is actually infused with the sun, which is why they can kill the demons. But again, they don't really say that in the anime, and it's kind of just a snippet that if you never knew about it, you're just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. And then the biggest one, if you do want to start reading the manga, the manga and or the anime season one ends on chapter 50, excuse me 51 and mugen train is chapter 66 so just to kind of keep in mind they made an, a two-hour movie in 15 chapters yeah that's pretty crazy to think about yeah so just uh that's really all i got for this manga minute 
just because, like I said, I had already given a couple things out while we were talking in general. So, mm-hmm. and uh, offhand, do you remember where they are currently? Uh, as far as the chapter, or what do you mean? Just chapters, yeah. Uh, so it's going to start off on chapter 67 is where season two should start. I obviously can't say that's where it's going to start because I, I'm not 100% mm. sure. I guess where I meant was, uh, how far are you in the manga? Uh, uh, it's done. So I've finished it. Which is 205. Oh, God. 200? I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were that far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's... Two hundred five chapters. So I'm gonna assume that it's gonna be, and we're only a quarter of the way there. Yeah, I, I'm gonna assume this is gonna be like a four, a four season movie, or excuse me, a four season anime. Mm-hmm. Probably do the same thing, and then they might. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Might be another movie or two in there. We'll we'll see how they, how they do it. But yeah, it's about it's two hundred five chapters. Yeah. and it's good it's i love the whole thing yeah especially at the, the pace that they've been going at you know we don't have to worry about this turning into a 200 plus season series no it'll probably like like we were talking it'll probably be like you hack a show where it's about 140 yeah 160 ish episodes four seasons and that'll be it i yeah. think that i think they'll do a Get, just get straight to the point, man. Yeah. Don't don't that's, waste our time. That's like a perfect size for for an anime. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially um, I mean, it's the anime has done a very good job of sticking to the manga, so I can't imagine they're gonna deviate from that, especially with how popular the anime is. I can't mm-hmm. imagine they're just gonna pull a like a Promise Neverland and just completely screw up season two. <laughs> Yeah, I hope not, but you'd be surprised. Yeah, it's. I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. So am I. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you already know. <laughs> yeah, I want to see visually what you know mentally. Yeah, because you already had everything pre-ruined. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking forward to to the anime. It's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. Hmm. No, oh, well, I appreciate that, man. That was uh, Matt's manga minute. Did we got anything else to go over? No, I don't think so. I think that's everything. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our very first episode of the Anime Lounge podcast. Please like, review, and share our content to help grow our community. Yeah.